Star Wars 7x7 episode 1158. Today, as promised from yesterday's podcast, I'm going to be talking about the newly revealed First Order flagship, the Supremacy, this is Supreme Leader Snoke's ship, as revealed in the Sphero app. And we can also tie it to another toy that came out during Force Friday that has some very interesting implications for us. Punch it, Chewie. <laughs> Hey, I'm Anthony Bresnikan, covering the Star Wars Galaxy for Entertainment Weekly, and you're listening to Star Wars 7x7, the only daily Star Wars podcast. Hey, Rebel Rouser. Welcome to Star Wars 7x7. I'm your host, Alan Voivod. And as part of the monitoring that I've been doing um, around Force Friday because of all the new products being released, and as I've been talking about over the last few weeks, about the fact that we're going to learn all sorts of new things about the movie as a result of all of these product releases, I came across a story by James Whitbrook on io9, and the deal with it is this. He pointed out that you could actually learn about Supreme Leader Snoke's ship, the flagship of the First Order, via the Sphero app. So if you're not familiar with Sphero, you might remember seeing that BB-8 droid that was running around and was all the rage last year. Last year, no. Uh, the year before, actually. It would be uh, during Force Friday 1 and in the run-up to The Force Awakens. The app-enabled droid BB-8. And so Sphero has outdone themselves, and now we've got an app-enabled R2-D2 and an app-enabled BB-9E, which is the evil First Order droid version of BB-8. And when you've connected it to the Sphero app and you start exploring in the app, you actually get to find out information about the Supremacy, this flagship for the First Order. And there are pictures of it in the article, which I'll link to at the blog post for this show's episode at SW7X7.com. James says that it doesn't look like anything in the Star Wars saga, but I have to admit, when I saw it, I had a moment where I thought it looked very much like uh, Padme's ship at the beginning of Attack of the Clones. Like, it has that same sort of profile to it, that same very long wedge-shaped front, and it's described as the one and only mega-class Star Destroyer. So... Basically, a successor to the Super Star Destroyer, perhaps, but I imagine, like many things with the First Order, this is probably a lot larger than its original counterparts, I would guess. And so, this is yet another ship that's new, piling on, along with the First Order Dreadnought that was revealed a couple of weeks ago on the Star Wars show. And according to the screenshots from the app that James posted, here is the deal with the Supremacy. It is the main ship of Supreme Leader Snoke, according to the app. This massive ship is 60 kilometers in length and is the sole mega-class Star Destroyer. Okay, so I told you all that. Another one says, Snoke kept the Supremacy hidden in galactic obscurity by residing in the unknown region's star systems. And then later on it says, It's the Central Command Headquarters for the First Order's fleet serving dual purpose as a massively scaled battleship. This colossal ship not only carries stormtroopers into battle, it also harbors ships and can build and fix ships on board. And then there's a shot of the command bridge, and it says the main command bridge sits atop a massive structure located at the center of the supremacy. The command bridge allows for 360-degree views, allowing for lookouts to see everything over the city-like structures that line the wing of this colossal ship. And the last 
Greenshot has a thing about Supreme Leader Snoke, where it says he is the master of the dark side and prefers to command from afar, often appearing in colossal holographic form looking down upon his followers. However, with victory close at hand, Supreme Leader Snoke appears from the shadows to lead the First Order to potential dominance over the Resistance. Now, this is all very cool, and it connects up with something else. So, I don't know if you saw any images or heard anything about this giant BB-8 mega playset that they released, where you pop the thing open, and it's supposed to take place, or at least, you know, the playset inside is some sort of First Order facility that has a throne room for Supreme Leader Snoke. And so, based on this new information about the supremacy, it seems like a pretty good assumption, a pretty likely one, that the inside of that BB-8 playset is actually the inside of the supremacy. And another fact that would seem to give credence to that is that the areas inside the playset are numbered on another side of the box, and there's a place called a light speed tracking room. There, It's there, and so that would really suggest that it is some kind of ship that can fly. Hopefully it's not <laughs> another Death Star or something goofy like that. Um, Starkiller Base, I think, was supposed to be able to move around, so eh, I don't know, but I think it's more likely that this is the supremacy. And speaking of numbered stuff on here, there is also a trash compactor in here, so good grief. We're going to go hard with trash compactors, apparently. And there's also a, a garrison corridor and a detention block in this playset. So you would imagine that these locations must factor into the movie somehow because they are included in this playset. And the wild thing about it is that, as uh, Brian Fontaine and I were joking about on the podcast a couple of days ago, there is a, it says fantasy scene on the front of the package when it's showing all the characters on it. And Ray is one of the characters in the fantasy scene depicted with you know, this playset. So naturally, you have to wonder if she is going to end up on the supremacy somehow, and the fact that Rose and Finn are also pictured on here makes you wonder if this is going to be an inversion of sorts, if you know, Ray is going to come after Finn this time to try and rescue him for something. And then you also have to ask yourself whether Ray is being pictured on the box here only because of the foo that went down with The Force Awakens, right? So... If you don't recall that or you're not familiar with it, she was left off of a lot of the marketing and didn't have the lightsaber in the marketing because ostensibly they were trying to keep secret the fact that she was going to be the big force user and, you know, like not let everybody know that. It had the unfortunate side effect of making it look like she was being, you know, pushed out of the marketing for the film, like that the um, the female characters, especially her, were not getting their proper due as far as the promotion of the movie went. All right, I'm going to take a quick break and then I'm going to come back and share with you something else about the box of this place that, that might have some interesting hints and allegations, as it were. Stay tuned. Hey, Rebel Rouser. The Last Jedi is coming out in theaters in December, and so it's time for you to brush up on your knowledge of The Force Awakens. Luckily, I've got the thing for you. It's the unofficial Star Wars The Force Awakens trivia book. It's available on Amazon right now. Just go to sw7x7.com TFA to get right there. And inside you'll find more than 501 galaxy-spanning questions and answers about The Force Awakens. Again, it's the unofficial Star Wars The Force Awakens trivia book, sw7x7.com slash TFA. Welcome back. And yes, the hints and allegations line is borrowed from Paul Simon in his song, You Can Call Me Al, which seems appropriate, <laughs> all things considered. 
Anyway, the thing I wanted to share with you from the box of this mega playset thing that seems to be the supremacy playset, a couple of quotes that are there in the Force Link thing, that Force Link technology that is similar to those ComTech things from The Phantom Menace, where we actually have dialogue that's available and accessible from the playset. And so one of those lines, which is shown near Supreme Leader Snoke, it's saying, I have been expecting you and the resistance is doomed. So that's very interesting. Then there's a somewhat less interesting crew member trapped send in the rescue team and crush the intruders. And then there is another more interesting, the prisoner is ready for your interrogation and you're going to the cells. Ah, so... That means somebody's going to get captured in, I mean, and then it means somebody's going to have to come rescue that person who's captured and Snoke apparently has seen it coming. So doesn't that seem to suggest that Finn is going to get captured uh, possibly on his mission to Canto Bight and maybe Rose is going to as well and Ray is going to have to lead some sort of rescue there and maybe this is where DJ, where Benicio Del Toro's character comes in. So we've got a lot of wondering and guessing to do. Anyway, I'll leave you with that for today. Thank you so much for listening, as always, and may the Force be with you wherever in the world you may be. Thanks for listening to another episode of Star Wars 7x7. And hey, before you go blasting your way out of Moss Eisley, check out SW7x7.com for show notes, links, photos, videos, and more. And if you want to join the inner circle of fans, become a patron of the show at patreon.com SW7X7. It's not an Imperial spy, it's Destiny Unleashed. This podcast is not endorsed or sponsored yet by Lucasfilm Limited, Disney, or 20th Century Fox, and is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Star Wars, the Star Wars logo, all names and pictures of Star Wars characters, vehicles, and any other Star Wars-related items are registered trademarks and or copyrights of Lucasfilm Limited, while their respective trademark and copyright holders may the force be with them. All original content is copyright 2017, Star Wars 7x7. We hope you love it.